And you know, it's already been a whole day, and I, I think I've kind of overthought this whole best picture thing. It was so much in, in front of it's your overdone. face yesterday. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what we do in, in the, today's world, right? Social media. The first thing we're going to do is, you know, share in the memes, which Sam's been laughing about all day long. Yeah. But, um,. I, 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 it's funny because I've thought about it more than I think I should have because um, I just kept thinking about how you know the cast of Moonlight really didn't get to enjoy the moment that they should have enjoyed right for the best picture honor yeah I mean they, they got the win but it was just it was like what what huh yeah. what and the fact that, it, that this uh, this one forever will be the Oscar ceremony in the year of that mess up mm-hmm. of all the things that were there were some really great things over that three and a half hours you know what three I mean? hours and 49 minutes oh, okay Jody was the counting. running time of that show this time, keeping track. the longest in 10 years here was my look I'm I was t- I'm tired of thinking about it too or seeing it yesterday for sure but my question and I guess we'll never get an answer is if you are doing that job with somebody, you're standing up there at a, on the podium and millions of people are watching. I know it's pressure filled. I know when things are live, you have to be human and let people make mistakes. But why Why would Warren Beatty not say, I'm confused by this. What do you think I should like turn around and go away? Can you help me instead of just. Give it to Faye. Well, <laughs> get rid of it. I know. Well, you know what's funny about that is Just because we had a, a panel of experts, self-professed experts in our kitchen here yesterday. Oh, <laughs> we were yeah. talking yeah. about that. And to me, anyway. I mean, I, it, I know it's easy to say that, but it's live and it's never happened. Yeah. How would anybody know that? It's Seconds feel like hours when that kind of thing happens. So I don't think you can really blame them. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to stop and go, I, I don't think this is right. <laughs> you know I mean, And they're going to button it up that, somehow that would be next weird. time. They're going to hey. button it up. And whoever presents Best Picture next year, they're going to have to do a little baby moment. Well, yeah, Jody, I was going to say whoever's uh, hosting next year has got some built-in jokes already. Oh, my God. So true. I would love to have Jimmy Kimmel back. That'd be fine with me. All right. You did a great job. You did. Coming up later this morning. You know, I read to the sixth graders the other day at school. Mm-hmm. And of course, I messed something up. I messed something up oh, because you? of reading to them. You Mother gave, of the Year. You gave it here. to La La Land? No. <laughs> uh, so that's on the way later today. Sam's got music news coming up. And uh, over the weekend, uh, we celebrated my dad's birthday on Saturday, mm-hmm. Sam. I didn't really de- I didn't get to tell you what happened in the unintended scene that I made in the restaurant. Mm. Was I at the bathroom? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Coming up next in your first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning, why did Halle Berry take her dress off almost as soon as the Oscars were over? And why did she do it in such a strange way? That is next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Academy Award broadcast ratings definitely down. In fact, they've been going down steadily since 2014. Hasn't okay. that happened for a lot of the long-form award shows like that, That's though? right. We are a... Fast food sort of generation. We want little things and snippets. We don't have we don't have the patience. And I will say this: I have more friends who know I watch it. I also watch the whole thing. I love it. I gobble it up. But because of what we do here and share here, I love it. I gobble it up. I have more friends who've said I just don't want to hear Hollywood preach to me about how I should feel about the world. They get tired, you know, mm-hmm. audiences get tired. That's what's driving it. it I at, think. at awards shows, it does happen constantly. I would think that it's probably just because it's being consumed in different ways now. You know what I mean? It's Bite you're, size. you're talking about TV ratings, right? How many people watch YouTube clips the next day right. or the recaps? That's the, true, but I also saying? think the political climate is like you don't, if you 
feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah, but, I mean, I agree with Murphy. I, it's like I'll, I'll check Facebook or whatever and see, oh, there's three things I missed last night. Let me go look you up the videos. You don't have to miss anything. Yeah. It's, it's not an event anymore. Yeah, because everybody else that's winning is just thank my mom, thank my dad. It's like yada, yada, yada. Three, I'm a headline guy. I live my life in 30-second yeah. sound bites. I don't have time for this. It was three hours and 49 minutes. See? Cut it down to a half hour. You might hook me in. <laughs> I thought Jimmy Kimmel was great. I would be fine if they would have him back next year. And he assumes he's not coming back next year. You oh, know? really? He had those. He had that at the end of the show. Like, I guess I'll never get to do this again. All right, moving on. A lot of Oscar parties after. But one thing that happened after the Oscars that was odd to me, and it went on social media yesterday. I know you probably took the time to watch it, Sam. Halle Berry posted, tweeted this little video of her walking to a swimming pool set to Bruno Mars' song Versace on the floor. She was wearing a Versace gown all night. And so literally it's following her barefoot in this gown. Slow motion too. Slow mo to a pool. And yeah, you don't don't see any nudity, but she takes it off and jumps in the pool. Yeah. I mean, is that a Bruno? Is it a Bruno Mars thing? I, partnership she's got? Maybe when the video comes out, she's in it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Versace paid her for that. Versace, yeah. Bruno Mars, yeah. and Halle Berry in cahoots to bring you that yesterday. Cahoots. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, one of the things that blew up online was her hair. Yeah, and she just chose to go natural with it. I was wondering about that myself. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, I did a birthday celebration with my father over the weekend, and even Jody didn't notice what the waitress had to take care of. A little mess I created. Aww. We took Murphy's dad out for his birthday the other night. Mm-hmm. Steak, dinner, everything fabulous. It was a lot of fun. Um, you had the steak issue, though, Murph. This yeah. was funny to me well first before we go there the reason that i took my dad to a steak dinner is you know i lost my mother last year Mm -hmm. we did our family lost my mom and so it's we've been spending more time together and he's been talking about how he hasn't had a great steak and in his words he says in 20 years i'm like okay well then let's Let's go do that let's go get a real let's splurge a little and do something special you know you only turn 74 once and so that's what that's why we went ahead and did that and it was awesome um you ordered your steak murphy how did you order it I ordered it medium plus, which is basically between medium and medium well. Oh. I didn't want it to be, you know, overcooked. Oh, okay. But you didn't want it to be undercooked or you wouldn't have ordered it medium well. Every time I've ever ordered a steak medium well in a restaurant, there's always somebody goes, hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The judgy, like. If you go over I, medium, I that's what you get judged at a steak restaurant. I know yeah. it. I know it. So Murphy ordered medium plus, And I remember thinking, oh, this is awesome. This is this is completely off the, the chart. I, I I just felt like there was going to be something rotten about it. I've never heard medium plus. Is it right. the same as medium well? No, it's between. It's supposed to be between, medium but and I think medium well. I think it might have been confused and went to the other side. It actually went up being between medium rare and medium. So I had to send it back, and then it came back. Wow. Yeah. So he sends it back because it was way too pink. Yeah. For him, he ca- it comes back. It's charred. I thought it was overdone when uh. it came back, and I thought that's what they. That's what, teach you you get. A lesson. that's what you get for sending it back to the kitchen. You want it cooked? I'll give it to you. I don't know if that's, that's kind of, what actually happened. I don't, I don't know that that's what happened, but it definitely was. It came back well done, unfortunately. That's so, tricky business. I like my steak medium well. It's how I think it tastes the best. And I'm, I cannot tell you how many times we go to our friend's house, Skip. If you ask for that, he, he rolls his eyes at me and he hates to cook my steak for me like that. 
I but won't. my brother's a medium rare guy. <laughs> and I mean, he, they like the red centers. I'm yeah. not. Mm-hmm. That's just I, I can't do that. But look, it was still a great meal. It was so. It good. It was about my dad, and you know, not my food. But I did run into. <laughs> One thing that I just, I laugh, and I'm so glad nobody else saw it or pointed it out at the table. What? You know, this is one of those fancy restaurants where they come by with a little scraper yes. on the on the tablecloth. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed when the waitress, who, by the way, she, and she was awesome too, when she came back. Right. Her name was Maddie. The only place that she had to scrape was directly in front of oh, me. Oh, <laughs> I know, sweet. Oh. Tearing up that bread, huh? You cannot take me out. You know I mean? It's just. It's, Steak problems, you're messy. Send me to the buffet. (laughs) Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Got Lionel Richie unable to dance on the ceiling right now, so it's affecting his tour with Mariah Carey. Sam's got music news. Oh, Lionel Richie is unable to dance on the ceiling right now or dance all night long. Yeah, Murphy and I are supposed to go see this Not show. now. But don't what you remember, is the, going on? We did the gift exchange here Christmas you know, for each other, and that was when I popped on Jody. Yeah, now you got to get me something else. Not, I'm joking. Uh, the Lionel and Mariah Carey, uh, Lionel had knee surgery last month, and he thought he'd be oh. back and ready to go and mm. because the tour kicks off next month. And he said, no, nah, I'm just not able, so they're going to postpone all the spring dates to sometime in the summer. Okay. Hold on to your tickets. Same place, same seat, same everything. I totally thought it would have been Mariah canceling yeah. this, not not Lionel. Yeah, that surprised me, too, because I expected it. You know how they said the tour wasn't selling that well. Right. Yeah, yeah I, that was the first thing I thought about. When you said that, mm-hmm. you've seen Lionel before, right, Sam? Yeah, he's great. He's huh? great. Okay, hopefully we'll get to see him. <laughs> he's dynamite or whatever. Yeah, and he's outrageous, I, outrageous. And I understand too. You know what a knee surgery does to you, and he's all over the stage too when he's when he's yeah. out there. Yeah, he so. wants to be one hundred percent. I like that. Uh, John Mayer is extending his tour. He's added uh, thirty-two North American dates. He had a bunch of European dates and elsewhere. Uh, but now this is going to be July through September, and it's really cool because you get three different sets. You're going to have a solo acoustic set, oh nice, a uh, full band, yeah, and then the John Mayer trio. Oh, I like. You've that. ever seen him in concert? I've seen him in concert. I've too. seen him too. It's like a chill fest. It, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I was a little like you know, kind of like a catatonic by the time I was done with it. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, he he reminds me of like Keith Urban with the guitar. You know, it's just so that they're great. so good. You gotta you gotta watch everything. And I don't know if you saw it during the uh, Oscars the other night. Lady Gaga and Ellen Generous and Pharrell Williams have yes. the Love Project. Love is embracing everything you are. Love is why we're here. Love is a light in the dark. Love is accepting him. Love is understanding that I don't it's know. It's something that they can put together with uh, Revlon. It's called The Love Project. And you can, uh, there's about, I think, four different charities that they're working with that you can uh, donate money mm-hmm. for them. These are, they promote love, kindness, empathy, and understanding. And you can go on there and while you're doing it on the website, we have a link at murphysamandjody.com. You can also upload a picture of what love means to you. So sweet. And mm-hmm. when that commercial played, our Phoebe was like, oh, I love Ellen so much. Oh, yeah. See, I love yeah. Ellen. I get Phoebe to go upload a picture of her. She might just do it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. The question, where do you hide your Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> So if you're an Oscars diehard and, and not going through the fatigue, kind of like Jody is, you know. Well, I'll just, it was, yeah. it was everywhere yesterday. I get it. But <sighs> yesterday's uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, we I found the lesser known reason that the wrong letter was actually given to Warren Beatty. Oh. I'm just saying. So if you're the diehard, 
you know, go check it out. Subscribe to the uh, the podcast on iTunes today. I would love hearing from you. Reach out to us anytime. So many ways to do that. 877-310-4MSJ or online. The Producers Mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Jody, you posted a picture of this box of Girl Scout cookies, but yes. they weren't just any Girl Scout cookies. They were labeled Phoebe's cookies. Yeah. Phoebe's cookies do not eat. Yeah, she had handwritten <laughs> a note and taped it across the box, making it clear. Do you know that they why? Were hers. She had those were hers. They were what do you call those? Samoas. Samoas. Mm. And um she apparently was counting how many cookies were left in the sleeve and she told me that daddy ate one oh. she gave me one did she yes i didn't take any i did not stick my hand in that box oh. she gave me one so hmm. was she baiting me is that what maybe going somebody on? else ate one that i didn't yeah somebody I must I have no any. because jody bought me my own dedicated box of thin mints mm-hmm. right Everybody had their own box, but me, I didn't yeah. have one. I'm not I wrote a note on right mine, now. too, just for the record. Okay, Murphy's so. box. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julie wrote in and said, I love Samoas, but no one else in my family does, so it isn't an issue for nice. us. Nice. Good for you. I also love the Tagalongs, Dosi Dos, and let's face it, if it's Girl Scout cookies, I love them. Hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Stacey, Hope you get plenty, Julie. Stacy says, oh, I got Girl Scout cookies today, and I got in huge trouble for not getting my 16-year-old Samoas. Yeah. So they're not the only ones. Yeah, I guess when you buy, you buy for everybody in your family. That's what I did. I bought for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Phoebe thanked me for not not buying her tagalongs. I was like, wait, I thought you loved those. She goes, yeah, but they're not as fancy. I want the fancy ones. Uh, Too plain. Yeah. Samoas are fancy? Well, they have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. they do. There's a lot going on. Well, Here's some suggestions of where Phoebe can hide them as she still has this issue. Yeah. Jen, said, Jen says, I hide mine in the walk-in closet in my room. Mm-hmm. Laura says, I hide mine in the back of the pantry. And yeah. Catherine says, I hide mine in the sock drawer. Oh, that's mm. smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one's yeah. going to look in the sock drawer. I just drawer. have a question, though. I mean, if you've gotten to the point where you're hiding your cookies... Well, you have a little problem? Hiding, <laughs> hiding food in general probably means an issue, but Girl Scout cookies, once a year, They're hard to find. Yeah. It's really your box, then hide They're it. They're the exception to the rule. All good. Look, thanks for reaching out. We love hearing from you anytime. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Best Picture wasn't the only flub at the Oscars. Got that for you. And a serious heart attack in Hollywood on the way. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Best picture mix up at the Oscars wasn't the only flub, and it always happens this way. The, what do you they, mean? the mem- in memoriam segment. Oh, they always that's screwed up they, every year. They always forget somebody, and I just will say this. I'm sure it's not fun for the families of the people who get left out at all. In fact, it probably hurts really if you're expecting yeah. to see your loved one there. I would understand that. That's hard. But don't you think, okay, the, the Academy should have a handful of people that. Just handle that all year long. It, you know, it's like I do. Everybody got their list. Is there anybody we've forgotten? Any- I don't know how it happens every year that somebody's like, um, excuse me, what about me? What about my mm-hmm. dad? What about my sister? And then but this year we had the one that it was the, the wrong, wrong picture, picture for the person it's that true. passed away. It's true. But then again, let's all remember this is a live production <clears throat> and it's put together by people. And sometimes rather quickly, you know what I mean? And so let's, it is a human thing to make. Doing a live broadcast for almost four hours is not an easy job. So anyway, um, yeah, Mary Tyler Moore was in the memoriam segment. So was Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, who was left out, Gary Shandling. Oh. And Florence Henderson was left out. Exactly. exactly. Not it's small like, names. Not small names. And then Patricia Arquette is upset about her sister Alexis being left out too. Oh, yeah. Um, so... 
It always happens. Let's move on to the big flub of the night. The man now responsible who worked, the accountant who works for um, Price Waterhouse. <laughs> um, his name is Brian. He hasn't been fired yet. Oh, he's one of the managing partners. He's a big, he a big wig. He was supposed to discard the Best Actress envelope right after Emma Stone won. Right. And then hand Warren Beatty the Best Picture envelope. Right. And he was busy at that time. Instead, now they know because they can track it completely, tweeting. Well, he tweeted as, as soon as Emma Stone <laughs> won and came backstage, he took a picture of her and uh, yeah, tweeted it. Yeah. And he and deleted which, it after the, after he screwed up, but it, like, you know, it's, it's still, still there. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. You can delete it, but somebody's got it, and that was Twitter. So, um, no word on exactly what's good, but he was the one identified as the wrong envelope person. <sighs> Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 755, good stuff. Jimmy Kimmel goes back to his show last night, mm-hmm. does a monologue, and talks all about. His point of view with what happened at those Academy Awards. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up just after seven there, we're going to introduce you to something called Meal Madness, mm-hmm. which starts tomorrow. Love to hear from you. In fact, we're going to check the 24-hour vo- voicemail coming up later. 877-310-4675. Today's the last day of February. Yeah. Um, and no leap year this year. No. That's right. I never... I never learned all of that correctly in school. It's one of those days where I missed it when they talked about all that. What do you mean, leap year? Yeah, understanding yeah. the whole calendar. It, it, it happens year every the... so often. Yeah, every now and then when somebody feels like Come it. Come on, make fun, make no, fun. it's every four years. <sighs> okay, well, so not, not, not now. So tomorrow is the 1st of March. And the reason I bring it up in the first place is not February, but March. Every day that we are here in the month of March, we're doing uh, meal madness in March, guys. So, because... All of us who cook for families, and I cook for the family. Sam, you cook for your family at least mm-hmm. once a week, right? When yeah. all the kids are up. Well, you you have Jack a lot too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this is going to be like fast, easy meals, or how are you going to do all this? kinds? But every single day that we are here in the month of March, you will get a new recipe for something to cook for your family, so you don't get in ruts. I mean, I'm even in ruts. That's why we I started this. And we've gone through and picked a bunch of recipes. Okay. okay? Love that. So, yeah, Mark. Even Jody's ruts Neil are good, though. Madness. You know that? Oh, she ha, makes ha. the best ruts. She does. No, I came up with something. <clears throat> I come up with something new. I found it. I'm going to share it with you. That pork chop on the pan recipe yeah. that I made the other night mm-hmm. that you liked. Yeah, I thought it was really good. You told your dad it was the best ever made. I don't know if you were just bragging, but. No, I'm serious about it. It was the most. You, my dad was saying that he had yet to, in his life to eat a tender pork chop. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Geez. Murphy's like, wait, you need so to come after, over there. After 74 years, now Jody finally has the right way. You know, <laughs> was it a thick pork chop? It was medium. It was, wasn't thin. It wasn't thick. It was just right. Gotcha. Goldilocks. So anyway, that starts tomorrow, March Meal Madness with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Coming up next, I read to the sixth graders the other day. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. It was cute. I was surprised to be given the book I was given, but I read to them. And of course, I messed up something big time. Really? While I was there. Tell you about that next. So I read to the sixth graders the other day. You remember, this is Phoebe's class, and I was nervous to read to them mm-hmm. because they're sixth graders. It's not like when you go and they're in first grade and they're so excited to see someone else and they're full of hope. They're sixth graders. They're so you're in junior they're, high. They're more discerning. There's a little more edge to some of them and some of them not. Yeah, but, you know, somebody's coming in to read for you. That means it's a, an hour or so. You don't have to study or do homework. I guess so. I would think, yeah, I would think it would be like a low pressure situation. And you show up and the librarian gives you the book. You don't get a heads up of what you're reading, which is fine. And, you know, 
reading aloud to kids. If you make a little mess up, you feel bad about it. But once I was underway, I was fine. I'm always a little nervous to read to a group of kids. I don't know why. Hmm. I guess I want to be... I want them to like it. Yeah. I want them to so, be into the book. When you read, do you, are you kind of animated? You're not just reading. You're kind of yes, like acting it out. Yes, and there was French in this book. Did you make, <laughs> yeah. And the and my friend who was volunteering in the library says, there are notes about the French parts in the front of the book. I'm like, uh, no. Uh, we, no. We, we will not be doing, I won't be trying to read the French words. So I, the ones I knew, I threw in there. You Your know? characters we, have different voices? A little bit, Yes. It wasn't like they were, I didn't treat them like first graders, though. The problem is, it was a really good book. It's called Six Dots, okay. a story of young Lewis Braille. Oh, okay. It's about the boy who lost his eyesight when he was little, and then he, he was really thirsty for learning and reading, and there was nothing for him. Isn't it Louis Braille? I, well, you know what? I asked the librarian. What she, she says say? Either way. Okay, good. She says she's reading. heard it, Lewis. Okay. Louis. So, Louis. Louis Braille. See, you could have come along and mm. been oh. that comedic timing I needed. But it was fascinating. I didn't. Re- I, I knew that it was a little boy that we came up with it. I knew a little bit about the story. I didn't know the full story. It was fabulous. But you know what I had? What? Was the kids. It was Friday. And it was in the afternoon, right no. after lunch. What do you think happens? No one's paying attention. Oh, my gosh. It was a tough crowd because of that reason. Really? Because of that. They were distracted? Re- well, they were just like, like mouth, you know, open, like, ah. As soon as she finishes, we get out of here. So why did you think you messed up? Oh, I messed up because I went to read. And then afterward, when the kids were gone and I hugged Phoebe, Phoebe hugged me a hundred times when I was there. It was yeah. so sweet, reaffirming I need to be there more if I can be. They go, and I ended up visiting with my friends in the library and completely forgetting to order her track uniform, Phoebe's track uniform. Deadline was close of business Friday. No uniform, mom of the year. Yeah, big mistake. Because I was trying to do one thing, I I missed up the more important thing. But the reading was a success. I guess. Except the French was kind of Sounds like you screwed up. (laughs) Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Uh, Speaking of French, can I let you know why my uh, 11-year-old Parker is no longer at French school? Okay. So, Sam, why is your son Parker no longer in French school? Because uh, he's evil. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? No, we knew he changed schools. His mom but... and I, uh, we changed schools for him. Things just weren't going right behavior-wise and all that stuff. So, so you found a better... Yeah, he's going to uh, a friend, and I never thought of this before, but a friend calls it an away school. It is. It's He's yeah. going to school away from home. Yeah, far away. Well, I mean, so you know what? Sometimes you need a little bit different environment. Everybody learns differently. Yeah. Right? And for yeah. the uh, for the first month that he's in the school, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to phone. Oh my God! Speak, you know, because they're trying right. to get everything in order and get him down to the system. He I'm can not. write if he wants, but does we, that include no texting, no social media? It's like oh, when you say no phone, it's like no, there's no none of that. Period. I mean, he's over the river and through the woods. Yeah, that's right. Grandma okay. doesn't even have a phone. Uh, no, but they have a phone, a house phone, because he's like in a dorm situation. Right. Um, How old is he? What grade is this? He's 11, sixth grade. Okay. Um, Ooh. And oh. his month is now up, so he can talk, but still there's no social, there's no, nobody has smartphones, okay. any of that Great. stuff. This could be life-changing for him. Uh, and I got to talk to him for the first time well, uh, last Thursday, and mm-hmm. it's like, all he, all he wants to run down is a list of things he needs. Yeah. I need more socks. I need more snacks. I need more of this, you know, because there's yeah. different things each of the kids can have. Uh, in their room. In their rooms, yeah, because it's like a dorm room. So does that bother you that he's not 
talking to you. Instead, he's giving you a list of things he wants. No, because Parker never was much of a phone talk. What's what's this is what's really odd is it's mm-hmm. like I'm gonna probably wind up talking to him more this way than I did in the past. Oh, because, that's good, right? You know, yeah, because I talked to Maddie every night pretty much sweet but parker never wanted to talk and so it's right. like i'm not gonna say put that's him not on the personal phone. some people don't like to talk on the phone right and then when i did would talk with him it's like uh-huh uh-huh right uh-huh. it's like you're not paying attention you know what else him giving you that list and that rundown of things he needs he knows he can depend on you to get it to him mm-hmm. otherwise he wouldn't waste his time yeah you know yeah so what, what are you packing up for him uh he wanted and this is another reason i'm so glad i got amazon prime <laughs> He needed some snacks, you know, like chips, and so I got like a 40-pack of those and then like a 20-pack of candy bars that he wanted, too. So are you shipping those straight to him? Oh, yeah, man. It is awesome. He's already got them by now. You can send him a special little note from Dad with that, too. Right. Just tell him, hey, my associate will be showing up with your chips soon. (laughs) Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. In the 24-hour voicemail, we've got some advice for David, who had his identity stolen, something you need to need to do right away, David. Coming up next. We love hearing from you the most. Best part of our morning. So call anytime or text. I kind of like calling better, but I know a lot of people like to text. Okay, eight <laughs> seven. The time. I'm old fashioned. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Twenty four hour voicemail. Hi, this is Brenda. I want to thank you for an awesome show in the morning. Thank you, Brenda. I just wanted to call for a couple things. One, I had the identity theft thing happen to me twice last year at the same bank. I just recommend changing all passwords to everything. Mm. Um, it is a headache. And the other one is the student driver thing. I've gone through one already, and this is my second one that I'm teaching my daughter. And last week, you guys talked to somebody who said she has to narrate what they are seeing. Yeah. So I thought I would try that with my 15-year-old daughter. And it actually prevented us from getting into a um, pretty serious accident. Mm. Um, so I want to thank you on that spot, um, oh. on that point, because um, it was a literally a lifesaver. Um, and I want to thank you again. Have a great day. Oh, thank you, Brenda. Thank, thank you. you for the voicemail. Um, have you thought about doing that yet, Murphy? Because you're the one driving Taylor around right now, not me. Well, my, my concern <laughs> for it, yeah, I know that's true. Um, my concern about that, is I would have thought that that would have been a distraction. You know, like for somebody learning you. to drive, having to actually describe it to mm-hmm. the to the passenger would either cause a slower reaction time. But if Brenda says it saved her life, I mean, maybe maybe her daughter didn't see something that she saw yeah. and right. that prevented the accident. Taylor's pretty sharp. You know she can do six things at one time. She's 15 years old. It's yeah. practically, practically a magical power to yeah. be 15. They they really do feel like they can do anything. And, and I... Once she gets more familiar with the car, maybe that's the time to start having her tell you what she sees ahead and on the side and what's going on. I think so. I'm still in that that phase right now in the neighborhood where I'm really just trying to get her comfortable with the equipment first, right? You're trying to get yourself comfortable, too. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and Brenda, thank you. David, thanks you, too. I know he's still busy changing lots of passwords and all that kind of stuff, too, with the identity theft thing. Poor David. Is his name really David anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Love hearing from you. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You know, that reminds me. There's a question that uh, Taylor's driver's ed teacher asked the class mm-hmm. a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that surprised even me. I do have fun with the in-car conversations with the girls. Don't you agree, Jody? That's really... Oh, some of the best. I don't know why that winds up being fun. Maybe it's just because you're captive and you're together. Yeah. And... It's better when it's just one of them, though. When they're in the... Bar- they're both in the back seat. Mm-hmm. 
they they you know don't look at me that way what did you what did you mean by that it's too personal of a I don't get that you know it, it's like a marriage it's I'm, too personal of a relationship you take everything too personal Parker and Maddie get together in the back seat like that too it's the yeah. same it's like what so that's a part of it though right <laughs> they'll be, that's what siblings do they'll be better they for up. it they'll yeah. be better well, for it, it later it, it was just our oldest Taylor and I you know the other day actually this is it's about when I was going to take her out driving mm-hmm. um, and so she's in the passenger seat you know and I always like to have music on and my music taste is all over the place I want the girls to learn a little bit of everything mm-hmm. Well, there's this one song that pops on, and I just kind of like I turn it off, and it was this song. Uh, and let me say before any haters start hating, I, I it's a great song. It is a classic. I respect Don McLean. Storytelling song. Love the song. It it is iconic. There's no doubt about it. But I've heard it so many times. Yeah. At that particular moment, I just kind of like punched away. And it goes on and, forever and yeah, ever. You're over it at that right. moment. Well, I'm That's not, perfectly. I'm not bringing fine. it up for everybody to rail on it, but I did want to just say that you know when I did that, she said that's why I couldn't ask, answer the question. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, our driver's ed teacher a couple of weeks ago said, I'm going to give 100 bucks to anybody that knows this song. <laughs> oh, and he oh. plays it in the classroom, and nobody got it. I mean, like, literally, why no one. Why is he no doing one, that? No, no one. He was, I guess he was just joking. I don't know why he did that. You know, but if any it, student was going to get that, our daughter would have gotten it. We have introduced them to so much old music. But because that's a song that I guess I've heard so many times, and I haven't played that you often. cost her 100 bucks. She doesn't know it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Wow. I'm like, okay, now I've got to remember teaching the classics no matter what even if i've heard right. it a million times she's not going to take this class again anyway so and and she said she says but wait daddy dolly parton did a medley that included that at the concert when when you took me and phoebe i'm like yep you're right and she said and you sang along with it i was like yep i did i know i did it <laughs> i didn't say i don't like this song. i'm just saying i've heard it so many times over the years right. you know it's not even a song it's like a poem you know it's like a a grief a story it's a story it's mm-hmm. a story that everybody lived and that's that's the reason it lives on but i just think it's so funny that she trusts that we're going to teach her all this old you know older mm-hmm. music stuff you know and then i let her down she, <laughs> didn't, tell you she didn't ask you for the hundred bucks no, say, right. do you owe her that money now probably jody's got the hollywood outsider uh, jimmy kimmel had a lot of material for his monologue I'll last bet. night so he came out swinging we've got some of that for you and his explanations of what happened at the academy awards Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Jimmy Kimmel had a lot of material for his monologue last <laughs> night. So he went ahead and said, hey, I'm here. Let me tell you what happened from my point of view. As after, the Oscar host, yeah. Right, as the host of the Oscars with the biggest Oscar flub. When You know, it wasn't like sound mixing that got the wrong envelope mixed up. It was best picture, of course. Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway there because they, it was the, what, 50th anniversary of, of Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. And so we're, they were there and there was the big mix up. And so Jimmy Kimmel, he said he had planned to end the show from the audience. The plan is for me to end the show from the audience in a seat next to Matt Damon, who, I want to make no mistake about whatever confusion there was about who won, Matt Damon lost. (laughs) He was a loser. (laughs) He he is a loser. But we're sitting there, and we notice some commotion going on, and Matt says, I think I heard the stage manager say they got the winner wrong. This is the stage manager who's on. The stage manager's never on camera. It's very unusual, but so we're sitting there and you just kind of figure, well, uh, you know, the host will go on stage and clear this up. And then I remember, oh, I'm the host. (laughs) (laughs) You could tell at first when he got up there and he was with everybody. It was so confusing, confusing, confusing. 
He is the host. It was his job to well, sort of clean that up. And he was trying to throw out, you can watch him on stage, trying to Funnies. throw a joke here and there, and it just wasn't catching because everybody was confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He went on to discuss how gracious the cast of La La Land was, because in a matter of 20 seconds, they realized they had not, in fact, won Best Picture. And then they were completely gracious on stage mm-hmm. and afterward, handing those statues over to the winning cast and mm-hmm. producers of Moonlight. Weren't they trying to blame him, too? for you know pulling a camel oh yeah yeah they were and he wrapped that he wrapped his monologue with that explanation as i walked off stage people started speculating people around me said oh did you pull a prank of some kind i was like hey no i didn't i did not pull a prank this was if i'd pulled a prank by the way i wouldn't have just had the wrong winner's name on the envelope when they opened it there would have been like a bed bath and beyond coupon to me (laughs) (laughs) i had also heard him tell somebody earlier in the day like in an interview if he had had to have taken an Oscar away from anybody, it would have been Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, and he'll have a lot of rich material on this for a long time. Jimmy Kimmel. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. And on the way in your next outsider at 8.30 this morning, why were there two envelopes in the first place? Because Warren Beatty had one that said Emma Stone, and Emma Stone had one that said Emma Stone. Hmm. Help you figure that out on the way. And we know your life is busy. We don't want you to ever miss a thing. And so, you know, when you get to this point in the day, go ahead and subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you can listen on your schedule. Yeah, listen to the whole show later when you have time. So go grab that. Um, (laughs) Sam, you might appreciate this since you've known me for such a long time. I broke my own Girl Scout cookie rule again. and Your Girl Scout uh, cookie rule is your kids sell their own stuff if your kids are selling. or Right, they're not anymore. If anybody is... Selling to me. Selling. It has to be the kids that come sell it to you. Right. I want the kids to ask me. Right. I don't want a mom or dad to say, hey, will you buy Girl Scout cookies right. from my learn child? Learn skills. The, and the whole point to me is that the kids learn some uh, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial skills. Thank you. The only problem is you've now broken it twice in the last two, two rounds of Girl Scout Because my family's cookies. begging. Okay, so Phoebe, when I was at the school the other day reading, she comes to me, will you please go buy some Girl Scout cookies from Miss Golda? It's her one of her teachers mm-hmm. whose daughters are selling it. So the teach so are the teachers saying, I've got Girl Scout cookies if anybody wants them. So she's telling the class that Phoebe wants them. And so Phoebe begged me. And so I did. I never saw the daughter. I bought three boxes, one for you, one for Taylor, one for Phoebe, and yeah. never saw the child. But my family, I, I'm breaking my own rules because they're begging. That's what. Why, is this because of them or because you have a soft spot? I have a, spot, a soft spot for them. Yeah. For you. What are you going to tell Phoebe? No. I mean, send, I want, her, that's, send her daughter here and I'll be happy to I buy. Know, but just isn't that the point for the girls to sell it and well, not look, the moms and dads? Even if, you know, but maybe they are doing it that way. For some, not for everybody. Maybe they're selling some of their cookies that way. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're not selling the whole thing. I think you're missing the point. The point is, I want cookies. (laughs) I don't care how I get the cookies. Yeah. You know what, Sam? The whole point is for children to learn to sell. It is that, and I agree with that, Jody, but I think what Sam is saying is what it is. They're Girl Scout cookies. They're so good that if somebody asks you if you're going to buy a box, you're going to buy a box. Just if you're a parent and your child is selling Girl Scout cookies or selling anything, God knows we love them. Yeah. I mean, have them sell them. And I'm really good. Jody bought me uh, two of the two serving boxes of Thin Mints. Yeah. You One know. sleeve each yes. serving. Right. Yeah. They're already gone, aren't they? <laughs> Sucker. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Producer David is also known as Fun Uncle David, and today's the day his uh, neat his niece, Olivia, it's her birthday party, and he's bringing the best gift ever in case you missed it. We'll do that next.
producer David is also known as Fun Uncle David, depending on who you're asking. And um, you win in the what to get your niece for her one year birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Today's her birthday. So happy birthday, baby Olivia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Wait, is this the ball pit gift? Yes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> the baby ball pit. Yeah. And, uh, did it come in? We say it's a baby ball pit, but who knows? I feel like my sister and brother-in-law might turn it into an adult ball pit and Is jump in themselves. Is it big enough for that? Uh, we'll see. That's <laughs> Have cool. you opened it up and looked at it? I guess you haven't opened the no, box. No, I mean, can... I started to open the box, but it's all wrapped up and all kinds of other stuff. And I do, once I unfold the ball pit, I probably wouldn't be able to put it back together. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things <laughs> right. that comes like in a nylon bag. And I can promise you, unless you're a genius, it's going to be hard to get back in that bag. Yeah. Like and I like one me, of those sunscreens for the dashboard. Like, oh, right. look, it's all folded in nicely, easy, you know. To yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you right. know what? I could never get back in the bag where the the tents for the girls in the exactly. backyard. Same kind of thing. Can't, yeah. can't put folding chairs back in them either. It's a great selling point. Look, you can keep it in the bag if you can get it back in the bag, which mm-hmm. means it won't. But don't worry, don't mention that to your sister. <laughs> um, and so you you're sticking with 100 balls to start. Yes, for right now. Yeah. We think of a ball pit as something that you have to jump into and there has to be actual depth to jump in and all that. And she doesn't know that yet. She is going to be tickled pink <laughs> to have 100 balls surrounding her. Mm-hmm. So you you really did win, Cool Uncle David. And now every time you show up again to visit, you should bring some more balls. I just might. Yeah. <laughs> and remind your sister to change her diaper before she gets into her little ball pit. The well, Olivia's diaper, not your yeah. sister's diaper. <laughs> Oh, ha, ha. You know, you're gonna need to take pictures of this because I. I oh, he takes a ton. No, of I mean, I'm, I'm, I, and I'm not trying to make this sound bad, but well, Sam knows what Mr. I'm about to safety. say. No, no, no. She's just not really going to remember this as she gets uh, older. You're gonna need to oh, show yeah. her the photos. You know what I mean? That's uh, the whole thing about spoil. It's so much fun to spoil them when they're little, but it's just like with Taylor and Phoebe when you explain the ones and twos. Yeah, yeah. of yeah. course they don't remember I that. I went time. to so much trouble for Taylor's first birthday party. I was. A wreck afterward. With a Tweety Bird cake. Oh my gosh. We hosted everybody and I wore myself out for what? She doesn't remember that. Yeah. So David, <laughs> you have to have proof uh, for how awesome you are and later you on in life. It, yeah. Post it on our uh, Facebook Absolutely. page and Instagrams. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. A little mess up I had at my dad's birthday party the other night. Mm. The waitress saw it, but Jody didn't have a clue. We took Murphy's dad out for his birthday the other night. Mm-hmm. Steak, dinner, everything fabulous. It was a lot of fun. Um, you had the steak issue, though, Murph. This yeah. was funny to me. Well, first, before we go there, the reason that I took my dad to a steak dinner is, you know, I lost my mother last year. Mm-hmm. We did. Our family lost my mom. And so it's, we've been spending more time together. And he's been talking about how he hasn't had a great steak. And in his words, he says, in 20 years. I'm like, okay, well, then let's, let's go. Let's do that. Let's yeah. go get a real, let's splurge a little and do something special. You know, you only turn 74 once. And so that's what that's why we went ahead and did that, and it was awesome. Um, you ordered your steak, Murphy. How did you order it? I ordered it medium plus, which is basically between medium mm. and medium well. Oh. I didn't want it to be, you know, overcooked. Oh, okay. But you didn't want it to be undercooked, or you wouldn't have ordered it medium well. Every time I've ever ordered a steak medium well in a restaurant, there's always somebody who goes, hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The judgy, like... If you go over I, medium, I that's what you get judged at a steak restaurant. I know yeah. it. I know it. So Murphy ordered medium plus. Plus, and I'm thinking, oh, this is awesome. This is this is completely off the, the chart. I, I I just felt like there was going to be something rotten about it. I've never heard medium plus. Is it right. the same as medium well? No, it's between. It's supposed to be between, medium but I think well. I think it might have been confused and went to the other side. It actually wound up being between medium rare and medium. So I had to send it back, and then it came back. Oh. Yeah. So he sends it back because it was way too pink. Yeah. For him, he ca- it comes back. It's charred. I thought it was overdone when uh, it came back, and I thought that's what they 
That's what teach you, you a get. lesson. That's what you get for sending it back to the kitchen. You want to cook? I'll give it to you. I don't know if that's kind of what the, actually happened. I don't, I don't know that that's what happened, but it definitely was. It came back well done, unfortunately. That's so, tricky business. I like my steak medium well. It's how I think it tastes the best. And I'm, I cannot tell you how many times we go to our friend's house, Skip. If you ask for that, he, he rolls his eyes at me and he hates to cook my steak for me like that. I well, my brother's a medium rare guy. And I mean, he, they like the red centers. I'm yeah. not, that, that's just, I, I can't do that. But look, it was still a great meal. It was so good. It was about my dad and, you know, not my food. But I did run into one thing that I just, I laugh and I'm so glad nobody else saw it or pointed it out at the table. What? You know, this is one of those fancy restaurants where they come by with a little scraper <laughs> yes. on, the, on the tablecloth. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed when the waitress, who, by the way, she, and she was awesome too, when she came back. Right, her name was Maddie. The only place that she had to scrape was directly in front of oh, me. Oh, <laughs> I know, sweet. Oh. Tearing up that bread, huh? You cannot take me out. You know what I mean? It's just. It's... <laughs> Steak problems, you're messy. Right. Send sweet me to the too. buffet. <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel went back to work last night to his show and explained what happened with the wrong envelope going on the stage at the Academy Awards. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Moonlight did win Best Picture instead of La La Land at the mm-hmm. Academy Awards. You know all about it by now, but Jimmy Kimmel came back last night to his show and went right into his monologue explaining everything that happened. Warren Beatty had a card that said Emma Stone La La Land, and Emma Stone is saying she did. Here's a little bit of Jimmy and Emma explaining. I also was holding my Best Actress in a Leading Role card that entire time. <laughs> So whatever story, I don't mean to start stuff, but whatever story that was, I had that card. So she said she had the card, but I was with Warren and he had the card. Well, it turns out they both had the card. For whatever reason, they have two of each card in each envelope. There's a regular envelope and a backup envelope, just to make it more confusing. And So that's what happened. Two cards, and one of the cards should not have gone out on stage with Warren Beatty, but it did. Thank you, Jimmy Kimmel. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so Sam, you were telling us that your son Parker, who is 12, um, is about to be 12, right? Yeah. He's at, yeah, at, he's at away school. I don't know what you call it. He's at school away from home. Yeah. Okay, and this is a new thing. He's been there, what, 30 days now? Uh, yeah, just Ish. over 30 days. Okay. Um, and when you talk to him, all he does is kind of say, I need this. Please send me chips and snacks. And thanks, Dad. Yeah. And it's funny. As thanks, I, Dad. Send me money. I gave him stationery and stamps and all that when he got, oh, cool. when he went there. And all he does is write his mom. That's all right. <laughs> and so she takes pictures of it and sends it to me. And mm-hmm. it's for the whole first month, it was the same thing. I'd like this. I'd like that. I'm sorry. The deal is you can write him. Oh, I know. Kids love to get mail. Probably never more than when they're at away camp. They love to get mail. And you said he's not much for talking on the phone except for this is yes, yes, no. This is what Mm -hmm. I mean. This is your chance to write him little things. I'm not saying novels. I'm just saying write him little stuff. Ask him questions. Yeah, I wrote him the first month. Never got a reply. Oh, Sam. Don't let don't it's read much Parker. into that. You just got to understand Parker. Well, I don't know him as well as you do, yeah. but you as long as you don't. But this is a good chance for you to have that relationship with him because he as he grows up, and I don't know how much much time he's planning to spend there, but he will love getting Five mail to from 10. you. <laughs> he will love getting mail from you. Kids yeah. love getting mail. Today's the day that producer David is giving his niece Olivia her one year old birthday present, which is a a. 
Kitty ball pit. Baby ball pit. Yeah. Suitable for children ages one to three. They don't have yeah. a dog, do they? No, they okay, don't. Okay, good. Woo! That could have been messy. Safety. Exactly. <laughs> well, the ball, well, the dogs could have taken all. The, oh. That would have been a happy day. I thought day. you meant the dog was going to crawl in the pit and do something. No, no. Take, the, take all the balls. That's a happy day for a you dog, mean, like too. like the, the sand pit for the cats? Yes. <laughs> Ugh, so gross. He's buried it again. So you do win, I think, that this is going to be the coolest gift. I hope she loves it. I hope mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't just like crawl and play with some, some box that somebody gave her. <laughs> Sorry, that possibly that could possibly happen. What was the other like runner-up gift? So when I first brought this up a month ago, we had a bunch of people, you know, write in messages on our Facebook page and call in and tell yeah. us all their ideas. And one that I really liked, and Murphy actually reminded me earlier about it, is that it was a photo album, and it's, you don't give it to her until she's older. Every right. year you put in all the pictures and you write, you know, your messages on the back. And they said when she turns eighteen, and then oh you gosh. give it to her with all the pictures. No of instant you gratification and her. there, though. That was a great. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I like that idea, but the problem is, if I'm going to make that, I'm not going to want to give it to her when she turns 18. I'm going to want to keep that yeah. for myself. Yeah, it's true. And so that's why I was like, e, let me think of something funner, more yeah. of that a kid will enjoy. Exactly. So, you could kind of take a parallel outfit. path. You could do the, you know, the short term thing with like a photo collage and then give her the book later. Mm-hmm. There's lots of ways to get your photo into her life. Yep. That birthday will be known as Cry Fest. <laughs> <laughs>